ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. Ladies and gents, this isn't live, but we are live at ScareCon right now, so... How are you guys doing? What's, I'll introduce, well, I'm going to introduce myself. You guys know who I am. It's Sir Sturdy. Welcome to Horror with Sir Sturdy again. Got Rob with me. Rob, yep. what's up? What's up? And, and uh, Ron from the Three Fat Nerds podcast. Three Fat Nerds podcast. Ron, how are you doing this weekend? How's everything going? So far, so good. You know, it's been entertaining. You know, can't really complain. It's been fun. <laughs> having fun. We can meet new people, see how things are going, like yourselves. Yes. Yeah. Rob? It's, been, it's been good so far. Met, met some people, met Terry Kaiser from <clears throat> Friday the 13th Part 7 and the classic comedy Weekend at Bernie's. Not horror, but my God, you know, how you, you can't appreciate that film. You know, two guys who towed around their dead boss, you know, pretend he's still alive. One of the funniest movies you'll ever see in your life. I guarantee that. And let's see, Ed Neal, the psychotic brother from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, who a lot like Bill Mosley from the sequel, who stole the show from the most legendary characters in horror history. And who else? Oh, David Naughton from, mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying his last name right. He's not going to hear this anyway, so. He might. Oh, he might, but, I mean, he, he won't remember me. So, <laughs> and it's just voices, you know. You, you can't prove I said it. We're not on, we're not, we're not on video, so. From uh, American Werewolf in London. There you yes, go. Yes, you got to make sure to line up the London and the American <laughs> just right, or you get the completely wrong film. Yep. But, yes, and, what, and what, a, what a class act. Every single one of them have been so far. You know, hopefully we get to meet some more people. I know we're going to be meeting, going to be seeing Terry again, and we're going to meet a couple other people from Friday the 13th, Part 7. And so far, uh, just passing by and seeing them interact with people. They seem nice, so hopefully we're in for a good time. Oh, yeah, they're nice. We met them yesterday, Laura and Kevin and also Terry. And uh, I was on a panel here. I was on a podcast panel yesterday 
we're on a panel today for Halloween 2007. I know we got from, we went from Halloween 2007 to just how we and you record with the podcast. We'll talk about the movie, not just a random horror chat. But it was cool because, like, the way we did it was we involved the crowd. We were in uh, room C. We just involved the crowd throughout the whole thing. So it was, you know, kind of back and forth, not just sitting up here watching three assholes talk about stuff. Right. But and it was We had fun. some better participants than others. Some people really got into it. Some were <laughs> like, oh, please, don't, don't, don't talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me from there. Don't don't address me personally. Don't make me say anything. Yeah, they <laughs> they kind of warmed up as it went through as it went on though. Did you get on any panels yet, Ron? Uh, I didn't. Rich right now is doing the Nightmare on Elm Street panel. Okay. Uh, we popped into your guys' panel for a minute as you saw us sit in the back, and then we popped out. Uh, Rich is also doing the Cheaper Creepers panel. Nice. So um, he he's more of the outspoken guy and able to work the mic a little bit better than I can. So you guys are stuck with the second hand. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Good on here, man. That's all we ask for. And uh, there, there's our third fat nerd over there. How's it going, sir? <laughs> We're doing great. You want to introduce yourself? I'm Derek from the Three Fat Nerds podcast. You can find us wherever podcasts can be found. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of scary movies, so I'm not the person to talk to on this one. <laughs> he he is our plug machine. Plug machine. People think that we read our plugs. He just gets them off the top of his head. He reads. He like gets them one in his head. He takes off. I'm gonna He's have to get you on the Horror Machine Thirty podcast just to be a, a plug machine. That's that's, oh, yeah, that's awesome. yeah, we gotta start we gotta start renting them out to make some money. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun though, man. I mean like I'm enjoy- I'm really enjoying this weekend. The panel stuff, this is my first time ever being on these panels, so I didn't know what to expect. Like the podcast panel yesterday was kinda easy. Tom kinda led it and then we just went all along. But today's panel with the Halloween one, it was me, myself. Well, I yeah, said my, me, me. Me, myself. Who and else? I. Irene? <laughs> no, Irene wasn't there. Irene stayed home. But it was me, Rob, and um, my friend Matt. He's walking around somewhere. And we just, it was fun up there. I mean, Rob, he's a huge, huge fan of the Halloween 2007 movie. He cried. <laughs> wow. That is a tall person right there. Yeah. You know, if you, uh, I think your wife was, was generous enough to record about a half an hour's worth of the panel. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that was the opening part. So you'll yeah he you was. know get my true feelings on the film, you know. But hey, I did give props where props were necessary. I you know and I, again I will not I'm not singing you know Norman or Malcolm McDowell's praises just because he's here today. He couldn't <laughs> hear us, but you know but that wasn't the reason why you know I sang praises for his you know role in that film because oh, I think he did, he did a great job yes, in did. that film. I thought the I thought his role of you know of the doctor you know was different from the original but still similar enough to really be like I said different but still pay respect to it mm-hmm. Un, but in my opinion unlike the rest of the film I thought you know it was just like total total 180 and like I said and that's usually what you want in remakes but like I said a little over the top and you know took away some of the like what I thought was the real scary stuff of the original Halloween film but like I said it's that's that's also that video which you can actually see me, so it's not just a voice. You know, you can really find out the asshole <laughs> yep. who was, you know, talking shit about, you know, the Rob Zombie <laughs> remake of Halloween. Yeah, you can. I'm not gonna tell you where to find me, but if you some, but if you come into the the uh, Turning Stone Scarecon today, you'll see him. Yeah, you, you can you can see me, and you can come tell me how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't write your comments. I'm not gonna read them. So you gotta come see me here, or just go without telling me. You know. I'll read them really on the feel. podcast, though. I'll read them live. <laughs> So, Ron, what did you think about the 2007 Halloween movie? Uh, the, the Rob Zombie Halloween movie, to, to me, I, it was actually it was a little bit enjoyable at the time mm-hmm. um, because it was just a different take on the whole thing. You got to see uh, Michael Myers as the child in 
you know, killing at a young age. And mm -hmm. that was something that they didn't really want to push in the original. And even though the original is by far the best horror movie ever made, you know, next to The Exorcist, you know, the, arguably the two top horror movies right there. You know, everybody has some people are on one way, other people are the other way. Mm -hmm. But I didn't mind that one. The Halloween two Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we yeah. Uh, we could have done two hours or more on that one. Yeah. And why it sucks so bad? Yeah, that we one, could yeah. barely come up with a half an hour's worth of you know material so. just talking about the first remake. You know, just you know, mix it up. Well, I'm the one who disliked it. Everybody else loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, holy shit! I think all of us could have gone for hours each on part two. Oh, it yeah, was so yeah. bad. Part two, I just when we were up there, it's funny because we brought it up. We're like, we might as well just pretend that one didn't happen because you had yeah. the white yeah, horse yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was I just, agree with that 100. percent It was. Because then know. we'd have to start talking shit about, you know, Malcolm McDowell, because he was god-awful in that one. <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe not him so much. I mean, it I was know the, the script. character was written, just following the script, but man, you know, I said Dr. Loomis was just, you know, was great, you know, it was a great, you know, you know, take in, you know, the first remake, you know, of him. Second one is like, okay, that was, that, was, that just got out of hand. It really you know, did. It was... It was it, I felt like with the second one, they were just like, it was like a group of people like us just sitting in a room like, yo, I got a great idea for a movie. <laughs> right. well, and and nobody's idea was turned down. Like, listen, we're going to get a white horse, put it in the movie. <laughs> we're going to bring, we're gonna bring you know, Sherry Moon back in because, in of movie. course, it's like, you know, Kurt Sutter from, you know, the guy who made Sons of Anarchy actually learned you don't have to put your wife in everything. He tried that with his next show that only lasted a season, and it just barely finished the full season. It fought hard to get there before that got canned because his wife was god-awful in it. She's a great <laughs> actress, but holy shit, she was terrible in that. But he just put it in there just because. And I feel that's what Rob Zombie does. Oh, and here's another, you know, spoiler alert when it comes to Rob Zombie's films and his wife being in them. She's the one who should die within the first five minutes, but somehow makes it to the end of every fucking movie. <laughs> hey, she did not make it to the end of Halloween 1, though. That is true, but... You know, the, but the but way she came, but that's arguable. The way she came back in part two, it's like, was she really dead, or was like, was he seeing her? But we just couldn't, but we just didn't see it. Yeah, just something for argument's sake. Oh yeah, you know, just just for fun, because while we're already making fun of you know Halloween part two, why can't we just you know throw that in there as like you know a possibility? Like yeah, Michael saw his mother, you know, the white you know the white dress and the white horse, but we just didn't get to see it in the first one. We did that way till the second one. <laughs> what did you guys think of um, part six, Halloween? Well, uh, Halloween part six. What did you guys oh, think of Halloween that? Halloween part six. Yeah, with the thorn and all that. I'm sorry. Right. I, like, I, I, I feel with that one. I just watched it with my cousin last week. We did a podcast on it. It's not out yet, but it's his favorite one. And Mary? I feel no, my cousin uh, Jared. You oh, okay, met him okay. I was like, I've never heard him talk about that before. No, he, I don't think Henry likes that one. I'm not sure though. Yeah. But like. I feel it would have been a lot better if it was a standalone film, just because it was so off and just so weird and different that you could have just put that as one oh, by itself. Well, that, that, that's the argument you have with uh, uh, Season of the Witch. Yeah. Like, if that if they didn't put Halloween in the front of that, it would have been a great movie by itself. And granted, it's dated and doesn't hold up as well as it should have, but I always crack the joke with uh, Season of the Witch is you could have watched the Buffy episode for 42 minutes without commercials and get the same story. <laughs> you know, wow. you know. Just how it is, but yeah. But they put Halloween in front of it. It's just like, eh. Well, I guess what they're originally trying to do with the Halloween movies, with one and two, you know, have Michael in it, and then three, Season of the Witch was going to be a whole different story than Part Four. But Season of the Witch, I guess, did so bad. They were like, you know what? We fucked up. We did a right, horrible right. idea. We got to go back to Michael. And then they just started running out of like Part Six was another one. They started running out of ideas. Like, yeah, listen, yeah. 
We're going to get him. He's going to have a thorn tattoo. I don't know who did that tattoo on him. Yeah. Brave man or woman. And uh, just, I don't know. I don't know where they went with that. Oh, no. I, I, like, it's, been so, it's been a long time since I've seen Six. So, it, like, from what I remember of it, it was all right. But like you said, it probably was better as a standalone than yeah. a continuation. That's how I had to watch um, Season of the Witch. Because I remember watching it as a kid, you know. All right. If there's anybody under the age of, like, I'll say 25, there's these places called... Um, you go out and you rent movies on a VHS. <laughs> you usually get them on the weekends if you're good in school and all that good you, stuff. You get you know, the candy, the pizza. Blockbuster, you know. Blockbuster. Was offered a Netflix deal, and uh, they laughed Netflix out the way. And, and now look. What, look what, what, what closed up and what's streaming strong. Yeah. Blockbuster, right. you messed up. But, yeah, like, you know, we'd go to the movie. We would go rent a movie every weekend. We always get scary movies. So we wanted to see the Halloween franchise. We get, like, one or two movies. We get to part three. And, like, what the hell? Where's Michael? Like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. well, I mean, as kids, and it's way before social media and all that, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, what the hell's going on? Michael's not. Hey, technically, he's in it when the security guard's watching the movie. He's watching the original movie. He, I think it's him coming down the steps. But I mean, he's not in the movie. Right, in the movie. Right, right. It was just a whole other story. But and I watched it about, you know, 20 years later or whatever, 15, 20 years later. This is when Facebook and all that stuff was on, so probably 20 years. And you know, people are like, "Well, check it out as a standalone film. You'll get a better respect for it." And oh yeah, I do. as a standalone film, it's fine. It doesn't hold up as well, but yeah, like it's still it's still as a standalone, it's fine. But you you do it as Halloween, it's like, eh. yep. <laughs> Something I would say about about that, you know, like I say if you didn't if you weren't around in you know in the time frame that movies came out, like I know me and you did it. I'm pretty sure you probably didn't either. But the difference with that is, you know, compared to like the original Friday the Thirteenth, you know, when that if you were around when that first came out, you didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. You had no, you had no idea what was going on. But you know, when you but when you're sitting and watching, it's 20 plus years old. Like you know, like when we probably watched it for the first time, you know all about when you think Friday the 13th, you think about Jason Voorhees. That's you true. think about the hockey mask, the machete. Then you but then you sit down and you watch the original Friday the 13th, and you're like, what the hell is this? Who the hell is she? Where the hell is Jason? That's his and mama. And then here comes part two. Okay, Jason's gonna be in this one. He's the main villain. And then you know the the scene at the end, you know where the girl walks up the stairs and. You know, there's somebody under the blanket, and she reaches for it, and then the dude pops out of the blanket. He's got, like, this this sack over his head, and he's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell is he killing her? Where the hell is Jason? Yep. Right? It's like, no hockey mask. But, uh, you know, so, you know, I said, at least with those films, you know, I said, if you didn't, you weren't watching when they first came out, you know, at least with those, you know, that, that was probably disappointing, but at least it stuck you, with you, the story. you knew. You know, you knew the you knew the, the story started from there. It was building up. It was getting you know for those of us who expect the hockey mask and Jason, it's getting to that as you continue on. Mm -hmm. But like I said, if you watched you know Halloween three, you know like I said, 20 years after it's released or the year it's released, like I said, especially when you're seeing Michael in one and two, classic outfit, classic mask, classic character, and then part three is nowhere to be found except you know two seconds watching the, you know, somebody watching the original yep. film, yep. you know, and it's a completely different, different movie. So it's like, that's why I think, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, that's why I think it's an interesting, you know, to compare, you know, like your question, you know, where's, where's the classic character in these films? I said, Friday the 13th is definitely more excusable and has a much better, you know, story all around mm -hmm. than, you know, than the freaking curveball they threw us with Halloween part three. three, just having absolutely nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. That you know the hot like the Michael Myers you know Halloween films you know you know stood for it it was clearly all by itself you know 
I know people love it today. We're part of a lot of horror groups. Some people are like, nah, it's okay. Some people are like, God, it sucks. Other people just can't get enough of it. Yeah, that's Some true. Some people say, watch it, watch it every day. So. <laughs> that's one thing I love about horror, though. Like, I can, uh, people who really love horror, I'll say, I can say, listen, guys, I've seen this movie about a killer turkey. Thanks, killing. Guess I'm going to tell you it again. <laughs> and the first thing I say is, oh, shit, where can I find that out? There's not really any other, in my opinion, there's not really any other genre where you can say, like, um, I'll say, for example, for a, a bad horror movie, even, you'll go watch that bad horror movie just because you want to see how bad it is, or you might try to think, like, okay, you know what, I'm going to watch this movie. There's going to be something I like about this movie. Nine times out of ten, sometimes, you know, there isn't, but you're still going to go check it out. Oh, yeah, now, yeah. I, 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 so many bad horror movies out like, there, too. Yeah, like any Purge movie. You know it's going <laughs> to suck, but you're going to go watch it. I just watched the, I just watched the last one a couple weeks ago. Terrible. Oh my god, it was so bad. I gotta check I, that that's one. That's one movie I've never, uh, never series I've never watched. And oh then the um, first one had so much potential. And then they just so went. many bad, so many bad casting moves. They got. I think they did better casting in the sequels, but the storyline started to suck. Yeah, and so. then you got, like I said, if I tell you guys like, hey, such you know comedy, everybody likes to laugh. I was like, yeah, I wanted to go see this comedy movie. Wasn't that funny? You're not even gonna go. You're not gonna give that a chance. Right? What is it? If you're a comedy movie, if I'm like, oh, I want to go see a comedy movie, and it wasn't, it but it sucked. You're yeah. not you're yeah. not really gonna want to go watch that because you watch yeah. those movies to laugh. And it, and if you and if you're flipping through the channels and that shitty comedy is is on there and there's nothing better to watch, you're gonna shut the damn TV off and Pretty, you know go to bed. Go and go to bed or go do something else. Yeah. If yeah. that god awful horror movie you know you saw is or on, heard about. there's nothing else on. You're gonna turn it on. Yep. You might you even know? there might be something else on. You're still gonna watch that movie like oh shit this is right. on. You know whether yeah. it be to see okay maybe if I watch again maybe I'll like it or if it's like you know it was so awful but. I just want to watch it again. <laughs> That's why I am with you know the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. You know, I yep. watch them. I watch. I've watched the first one through quite a few times and still don't like it. And I watch. I watch it in bits and pieces here and there at times. And I watch the second one in bits and pieces. Still don't change my mind. But you know, like I said nothing better to watch or just still see. Maybe if after all this time, maybe someday I'll finally come around and start to like it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think chances are good, but, you know, hey, we can all be optimistic, can't we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, going back to the comedy story, like, we all have our comedies that we like. Everybody likes a different comedy style. Mm -hmm. And some people like, you know, the classics and whatnot. And that's when it comes to horror, like you said, it's just it's one of those things you're going to watch. Like, like, even the stuff like Hostel. Hostel gets me every time. I mean, I, I watch it, and it gets me every time. Like, because that freaks me out. That It's something that, that could possibly happen. Yeah. And that... Right. I'm just going to say that scene where they cut his Achilles tendons and open up the door and tell him all you got to do is walk out. I cr I'm cringing right now, people. Like, <laughs> like, like, it gets me every time. I'm just like, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I get it with that. It, it Like, right now, say if we had a big wheel, like the Wheel of Washington wheel, just to spin in front of us, whatever horror movie it picks, we're probably all going to watch it. Will we oh, all yeah. like it? I don't know. You can't do that. I don't think you could. I really don't think you could do that with any other genre. Because yeah. it's going to be like, oh, shit, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to see Batman um, with Mr. Freeze and all that. I'm not going to watch oh, that. No, Bat oh, my gosh. Batman, what is <laughs> yeah, it? Uh, like ba Batman uh, Forever? That was Batman and, and Robin. Batman and Robin and Batman, Batman Forever? And Robin. Like, spin it again. Come Batman on, please. Batman Forever was a little better, but Matt, Batman and Robin was god-awful. And oh. like I said, <laughs> no, no, if that's on, forget it. No. But the bat nipples, though, the bat nipples. The bat, hey. Yeah, the bat, <laughs> bat nipples, holy shit. And, but people give George Clooney a bad rap for... He wasn't a half bad Batman besides the tits. It was, <laughs> it was a freaking, 
villains, every single one of them was god awful. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. Arnold. You know, as Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Mr. Freeze, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, some dipshit as Vane. Who the, yeah, no, know, no name. No name, you know, playing Batgirl. Well, no name anymore. Her career went down the shitter after that one. Chris, you know, Chris, o, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, you know, that's a name you probably don't know anymore after that movie. Well, no, uh, uh, and, uh, that's the uh, SLA <laughs> is still going strong for season number 72 or whatever they're on. There you what go. Is it? CSI? NCIS. NCIS. Oh, okay. is, oh is that who that is? Yeah. yeah. Jeez, um, <laughs> I, I, I haven't watched it, but, no, I mean, no, but, I, you, know, but you know, you see, you see it advertised all the time. It's yeah. like, I can't, it, believe, I can't believe LL Fool J is on NCS Los Angeles. It's like, I can't take that dude serious, you know, as like that kind of in, character. He's cashing into the bank. You know, it's like, take that money while you can get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I this, mean, it brings us. People tuning in, right? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see how some people can take, you know, some people, you know, some actors or people wanting to be actors serious, you know, in certain films, whether it be TV shows or movies. But I mean, that was one of the biggest issues I had with the Purge. You know, I love Ethan Hawke. I think he's, he's like, he, he reminds me of Ryan Reynolds, except people don't flock to Ethan Hawke like they do like, for Ryan. because of his good looks and personality and charm like they do Ryan Reynolds. They both come out with god-awful movies, but guess what? They're going to come out with another one. They're going to get cast again, <laughs> and, you know, and people are going to freaking hire him to come and be in another movie. But I think Ethan Hawke's resume is a lot better than Ryan Reynolds. Mainly because, you know, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds has a horror movie to his name, but Ethan Hawke in the movie, um, what was that other horror movie he did where he was the writer? Sinister. Sinister. I just watched that not too long ago. And I loved holy it. Holy shit, that was good. Yes. That was real good. He was also in one of my favorite childhood movies, White Fang, which was oh, okay. a yes, great so movie. And Bill Mosley was in that, too. In White Fang? In White Fang, yeah. Really? Yeah. Who was he? Wasn't, wasn't a significant character. I haven't seen that movie in so long, you know. I don't like. I wouldn't recognize. I mean, I'd recognize if I saw it, but back when I saw that film, I didn't know who Bill Mosley was. I wasn't, you know, allowed to watch horror films at the time. Yeah. But if I watched it now, I totally would point it. Could point him out. But wow. I did see, like, you know, under his his resume of films, White Fang is one of the ones that comes up. I don't think it was like a significant, you know, role or character, but it's but it's a well known movie. So whether you had, you know, a five minute, you know, clip or started in half the movie. You know, you're, you know, people are gonna attach your name to it. That's all. I, but, I have to, I have to check that out now. And I, yeah, I'm gonna be looking for it when I watch that movie again. Yeah, it's like, it's like you find, you find. Like I said it's, I said now that we don't have Blockbuster in your local, you know, movie stores anymore. You know, ways, ways to find old movies. They're getting more and more difficult. Yeah, actually, if you're not technology buff, and I'm totally not technology buff, I don't do the whole iTunes and all that stuff. But even then, like, it's getting hard, like, because only certain things go on Netflix, so then you got to wait for Netflix to rotate. Yeah, Netflix. And, and hopefully get their stuff back. But now everybody wants to stream their own stuff. It's like, so now it's going to cost more than having just cable. Right. You know, so it's <laughs> like, that's how much are you going to pay for this one movie that you, yeah. you hope you like or you hope it's still as good as you remember it, it was, you know, all the years ago you saw it? Oh, yeah. It's like, a, well, it's like iTunes. They're, they're changing their terms and conditions for everything. For uh, we, if you don't download, if you buy a movie for however money, it doesn't matter, four bucks, five bucks, in 10 years down the line, they lose the licensing to it, so they have to get rid of it. If you didn't physically download it and put it onto a device yourself, you lose it. They're just going to be like, oh, well, you no longer can have it. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, so like now you got to make sure you have flash drives 
to put, download everything to, and it's going to be a headache. I mean, it's it's, it's, yeah, it's not what you want. Like, you want to be able to plug getting, it in and be like. just thinking about yeah. this. All this stuff, I have no idea what it is or how to use it. And, yeah, you know, it's, God it's, forbid, you know, if I, oh, man, I remember this movie, and I watched it again, and I'm like, wow, I really like it. I'm so glad I, you know, have it saved and I can watch it again sometime. You know, oh, I was yeah. like, no. It's like, it's like DVRing stuff. Like, I've got, you know, I mean, I have physical copies of, of American Werewolf in London and Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre Part 2, but they're autographed by the stars, so yeah, you, you, so you better believe they're never going to be watched again. Yeah. So those get tucked away, but I got it on DVR, so I just go ahead and, you know, want to watch it again, ta-da, it's on DVR. But, you know, if I ever give up my current cable company, well, there goes that, and yeah. I can't transfer it over, so it's like... It's yeah. like no matter what you do with this, technology is getting so much more advanced, oh, yeah. but it still comes and, you know, kicks you in the nuts. Yeah, I've, know, I've, time I'm, a, time. I'm a hard copy individual, so I buy pretty much everything still on DVD or Blu-ray myself. Word. But it, that just gets expensive after a while. Oh, I know. But I, it, I, it's I just... I 50 bucks getting movies for today. Yeah, it's there just, just how it's just how I'm... Just to get signed. I'm a hard copy went, self, so... I went so. to the used section, too. too. The most <laughs> I paid was a brand-new copy of American Werewolf, and it cost me $15. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because I, I don't think you can find that anywhere. No, I had to go, like, F, I had to, go to FYE, and even that's becoming uh, extinct. Yeah, that those I, my hatred for FYE is high. <laughs> <laughs> I did fact check this, and Bill Mosley was in White Fang. I wasn't thinking you were lying, but I had to see who he was. He played a guy named Luke. So the next time I watch this movie, I gotta look out for Luke. Yeah, which I is mean, awesome. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you, I mean, like I said, I know everybody. I mean, like Ed Neal's a prime example. You take one look at him now, and you look at him in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, that was like what 40 plus years ago. Yep. He don't look, he don't look the same. But because everybody ages in time. But Bill Mosley, if he, even if he looked much younger back then than he does today, He's I still, still think that voice is going to give him away. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's I and mean, that's what you know. That's what you know. Just you know what I just instantly noticed about Bill Mosley was his voice, and then his the personality he always had. Like even you know, in this, he could be the biggest psycho in a film. But he's got this real fun and goofy personality to it, and it's but he's totally believable. As like you know, a total nut job, but you're laughing your ass off because he's doing some of the most creepiest shit in the world. That was until Devil's Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> then he was just an asshole, and and that's I think that's why I don't like that film as much as other people do, is because Bill Mosley lot you know did it wasn't you know wasn't the classic character mm. he, he generally always is. Like, I mean, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 to House of a Thousand Corpses yeah. to um, uh, 2002 uh, Maniacs, which he took over the role. He took, which was a sequel that he took, and he took the lead role when Robert Englund didn't come back. And like I said, total psycho, blood guts, he's spilling them all, but you're laughing your ass off at him the whole time because he just such a, delivers such a fun goofy character that you just even if you're not supposed to laugh you can't help but do it <laughs> another thing back to the technology that we were discussing i wish they had one platform let's say just one platform to stream where you can watch any horror movie you want to watch i know they have like um what is it screen box they have a couple but there's only a few movies on each of them right and it's not like the whole library it'd be awesome to have one thing safe was 15 bucks a month they have one thing and that would probably stop. I know people get mad when, you know, people pirate movies, but it's like there's certain movies, you can, even if you want to buy that movie, you can't find it. So yeah. you go to the Fire Stick. And 
if they had it, so it was, like I said, just a streaming service where it was just every horror movie you wanted to watch. I would, I would get that over Netflix, honestly. And it all falls under the licensing factor of everything. I know. And that's what sucks. It, it that's does. why things rotate through Netflix and stuff. Yep. The licensing contracts are up and they don't renew. Like, for the longest time, they're like, uh, it goes to like Doctor Who. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Doctor Who will never leave Netflix. Doctor Who will never leave Netflix. when they always renew at the last minute. Then all of a sudden, gone. boom, it's been gone for like the last three seasons. So See, it's, it's, I mean, I get the whole, you know, you want the money. I understand that completely. You want to get paid for your stuff. But it's like, why can't we just figure something out where everybody gets paid and do it for the fans? Because yeah. oh, we yeah, will pay for it. And we all love it. And I'm sure, Rob, if there was something called, you know, I don't know what the thing would be called. Horror movies. It's just called that because I can't think of a, <laughs> a really good title. Yeah. And you can go in there and watch any horror movie you want to watch. You would yeah. get that thing for $15 oh, yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be Easy. so worth it. I think they're, they're all there. You know, it's not like, you know, like, I mean, you know, it's, I know I know. Shudder is always advertising. There you go, Shudder. And you see, you know, you see a couple, you know, headline films on there. But I, mean, I never, I never, you know, signed up for it. I may have done a free promotion, but, you know, it's like... Yeah, you see some you really like, and you watch them, and then you're going to find more, and you're not finding anything. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, let's see what the next month brings, and it's you know, it might it might lay a total goose egg, or it might put up you know one or two good ones. But like I said, just that's the thing. Everybody has different you know tastes and you know and desires and in fit and you know in any style of film, and you know even in horror. And I said I know it's like we said earlier. It's like that one genre you know that you're gonna. You're gonna put it on, you know. You're gonna watch it, you know, whether you've already seen it and you hated it, but still, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's down the road and it's on. Nothing else is there to watch. Yep. You're still gonna turn it on, and watch it. Just but like I said, you know, if you're really looking for something, you know, something like you signed up or you're paying money specifically for, like I said, it's if they don't put every single movie ever made, you know, in the genre on there, which would be tough. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna. Some people are gonna love what you have. Some people are gonna hate it. Some people are gonna be kind of in between. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I get it would be tough again with the licensing and all that, and then just getting all those movies on something like that. But it would still be amazing. I'd I would get it right this second oh, if they yeah, had yeah. that. Oh yeah. Like literally right this second. Sign me up. Oh, yeah. I don't even need the free month because I already know I want it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it'd be it'd be great, but it's just the licensing and everything is just. What's... Yeah. Some people don't like to play ball. <laughs> that's that's very true. Yeah, that's very you know, true. As much as it should be about the fans, no matter what, oh, it's always about the money. It is. No, I agree. Fan, yeah. Fans should be first, but. Well, and you, I mean, I get it. It's about the money and your contracts and all that. But if you think about it, just before we wrap this up, if you think about it, I feel like if they're more geared towards the fans, we're going to pay to see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will pay to see it. We will pay for the platform or whatever to watch these movies on. We will keep going to these movies, but it's like just do something great for us. Give us one thing similar to Netflix with just great horror movies on it, every single horror movie you can get, and we'll watch them, including fan-made films. Cause there's a lot of awesome fan-made films out there. Oh yeah, it's one of the, like uh, my co-host Eric says. Uh, you know, like, you nerds have way too much money, like, <laughs> and it's it's just what it is. Like, he's, he just sees things that like I, I've helped kickstart mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's like, you guys just have way too much money when you're kickstarting things like this. I'm like, well, it, it would work for like horror movies. Like, oh yeah, there's fans of horror movies, I and mean, they just get it all. They pay, yeah. and they would pay for it. But, yeah, exactly. And you know, like, and just get everything out there. It, it's what we need. I was actually lucky enough to be part of the Kickstarter for uh, Never Hike Alone. I didn't get there in time to get the mask and all that, but I did get there in time to get the Blu-ray. So I'm happy about that. And, I, hey, you got to – I mean, I understand we have to support it for it to keep coming out, which we are. 
but again, I just wish more would come out. Like, I love how the fans, I love what the thing I love about the fan-made films, too, was, like, they're not doing it as a money grab. They're doing it because they're a real fan of that yeah. movie that they're right. making a film of. You could do a passion in that film, especially. They're doing the Indiegogo's or the Kickstarts yeah. just to get the budget, you know, to help them get the movie going. But you also get something back from that. You get the movie back from that. Right. And I think that's amazing versus, like, a big, big, you know, Bloomhouse. I'm not calling them out. I'm just using them because the first one that came to mind. It's like a money, you know, a lot of them, it's like yeah. a money grab. Like, hey, I'm going to put this out because I know a lot of people are going to come watch it. Have you uh, seen the, the Friday the 13th fan-made film? Never Hike Alone, it's called? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah I, that's the one I backed. I no, love yeah, it. Yeah. I love it. That, that movie is so good. You can uh, find it on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yep. If you, it's all, the whole movie's on there. And if, you're, if you're a fan of the Jason Friday the 13th, so why it's worth it. Uh, you can still even buy copies through the guy's yeah. website. I don't know it off the top of my head right now. I'm sorry, I'm a bad person. But where how conversations go through. Yep. yep. <laughs> but uh, you know, just look it up. I uh, never hike alone. It, it, you'll find it. Like I'm about to just purchase a copy just to show support for this movie. It, it was actually really good. I actually um, well, first of all, me and Rob did a podcast on that movie, and I actually did have an interview on my podcast with Vincent Desante. He played uh, Jason Voorhees in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. And he also played in um. This, there's a movie. It's a 20 minute fan fan made short that he was involved in. He played um the shape, which is Michael Myers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, in the spirit of Haddonfield, which is also on YouTube, so I got to interview him, and they're they're gonna do another hike alone too, and they're they're also working on some oh, other that's stuff. Awesome. So it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna it, be great. It's so good too for for what they did. Yeah, it is. It, if you're if you are a fan of the original uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like there's just red markers, like it's like like it was police scene through the whole mm-hmm. area where all the original kills were killed. <laughs> like it, it, the attention attention to detail that they put into this thing was epic. It really it, was. It's so worth the watch. Definitely. And I guess we can wrap this one up. You want to plug your podcast and all that? and then All right. Uh, I, like I said, uh, I'm Ron. I'm from uh, the Three Fat Nerds podcast. Uh, you can find us wherever you can find uh, podcasts. Uh, we also do a wrestling podcast, if you like that, Three Fat Nerds on Wrestling and whatnot. You know, like to hear you guys. Awesome. Thanks for coming on here, man. Oh, no, appreciate thank you. It. Thank you for the opportunity, guys. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Rob? That was fun, you know. I think we're all having a good time here, and I hope we continue to have a good time. Yep. You know, meet some more people, and about, I said, about half an hour or so, we'll be doing the panel True. with the actors from the uh, Part 7, Friday the 13th. We're looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. That's going to be real fun. Yeah, it's going to be a real good time. I hope, hope not to ask stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we're going to have to run down to ones not to ask, and I was already <laughs> fully aware of that. <laughs> half might even think of, honestly. I think, though, well, I'm not going to tell you. I'll have to... Hopefully somebody will record and we'll put on the Horowitz or Surdy uh, page. We'll see how um, this one goes, though. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully we can record it. And hopefully I can not only work up the balls to actually ask it, but make sure it comes out right because it's one of those questions you got to make sure you say it right. If you stumble on one word, it's it's done. You look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got a fan taking some cards. That's awesome. So, yeah, um, anybody who's listening, when you guys hear this episode, obviously you're not going to hear it live, but uh, thanks for listening, and you know where to find me, Horror Research 30. I'm all over on podcast platforms. I'm on Facebook also, and as always, I'll see you.